Greetings and salutations. You've successfully arrived at the bloody disgusting network. Coming up next is something indescribable, tantalizing, and mind-numbing. Enjoy. Let's go hit Terrace Chase and for the bit. They have the pet. Did you ever watch the Twilight Zone? God, remember the Twilight Zone with Burgess Meredith? Remember, he, he, he loved to read, and there was a nuclear war, and he had no friends anyway, and he was oh, down on yeah, basic glasses. What about the mannequins that got two weeks off and turned into humans, and they were allowed to go out and shop for two weeks on their own, and then this one came back, and it was over two weeks, and the other mannequins went, come over here for a minute, and turned into plastic. You, you want to see something really scary? Ooh. Everybody, do zoning out. I'm Christopher Feinstein. I'm John Tex. I'm Frank Vinacci. I'm gonna break my monitor. I swear. <laughs> uh, I'm Chad. How you guys doing? <laughs> we are here today to talk about the Twilight Zone, season one, episode thirty-three. Mister Beavis, with an air date of June third, nineteen sixty. After losing his job, his car, his apartment, his dignity on the same day, <laughs> an eccentric loser gets a new life from his guardian angel. But there is a price to keeping it. What did we think? What's the price? He can't. He can't act like a shimmy. He can't be a fucking jerk anymore. He got to grow up. Oh, big fucking crybaby. Oh, I can't be late for work, and I can't drive a fucking unsafe shitbox, and have like live like a hoarder. Oh, and fucking Pee Wee's Playhouse on my desk at work. Grow up. Not unreasonable. Like it it was just clutter and gross shit. Will you please tell the gentleman who occupies this this museum and livestock exhibit? I should like to see him. When he finally deigns to report for work. It'd be creepy with all the kids in the neighborhoods. Yeah. And not pay rent? Go fuck yourself. Slacker. Yeah. You shouldn't do those things. How about the way he slides on the rail? Yeah, no, that was right a great door. stunt. Those were the stairs that uh, that lady threw short eyes down a couple episodes before. Oh, uh, yeah. It was. That lot they've been using a lot. That, in yeah. that whole, like, yeah. outdoor lot. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that was cute. Frank, yeah, take, I, take us yeah, through it. Take us through it. So, Mr. Beavis, he wakes up in, he basically wakes up in Pee-wee's Playhouse. This is crack, rock cocaine. But it's not even, it's all cluttered and shitty. Yeah, he has a fucking, like, a brush sitting on a skull. There's a lot of taxidermied shit everywhere. It's like, this guy might be a serial killer. Which is always weird. It's never not weird, taxidermy. Sorry. Mr. Beavis, Mr. Bozo's more like The skins are the most interesting part of the animal, I'm not going to say. Okay, so... The veterinarian thing. Yeah. I feel like the only reason you wanted to be a vet was to keep the skins. What? You want to keep the skins, don't you? Uh, There's no denying the skins are fascinating. It's the most fascinating part of the animal. The skin of any animal is the most fascinating part, but that's not why I wanted to be. Yeah, so he slides down a banister because a kid dares him to. Why not, Mr. Beavis? Why not? Okay. He goes flying out into the sidewalk. Yeah, down all those concrete stairs. He didn't seem no worse for wear for that. That yeah, like, tumble he took. Oh well. Like he does that daily. It looks like, right? Yeah, yeah it's part of the routine. He does that. His his he landlord steals an grimaces. apple from the Italian immigrant. <laughs> oh yeah, Giuseppe or whatever the hell <laughs> was that. He wasn't yeah. about that. Oh, where's my apple? Go free. I give nobody nothing. Bananas. You touch my car, break your neck. <laughs> uh, he takes his shitbox car. A Rickenbach. He, he has to make all the kids in the neighborhood push him. Yeah. <laughs> and he gets to work late, and his 
desk is just filthy and his manager's just like... You keep a ledger like an ape. Your desk is an affront to any concept of orderly symmetry. Your eccentricities are beyond any kind of understanding. You're bringing phonograph records of zither music to play during the afternoon. You're hiring Christmas carolers to come in and serenade the office during he our He goes in, he gets hour. chewed out for 15 minutes and loses his job. It looked like he worked at a typing pool and they all liked him there, like, oh. The sack, Mr. Beavis? The sack. This is the sixth job I've lost this year, Margaret. It's 11 jobs in 18 months. Yeah, well, garbage. He goes down the street and his car had hooked bumpers with another car. And that car drags it into the street and it flips over. And that's the end of his shitbox car. Yours? Does it do this often? Well, it never has before. And he's talking to the cop who's played by William Shaller, TV actor who's in a million things. Talking to him, he's just like, ever have one of those days? And the cop doesn't really say, he's like, oh, that's interesting. Like, not like, excuse me, sir. Your card slipped over. There needs to be very well. He just walks away. <laughs> then he goes to, I think, the same bar set they've been yes. using oh, yeah. the last couple it's the same episodes. Same bar. Same yep. bar. He's knocking back some drinks. Oh, I love it. The bartender, another bartender who's just sick of people's shit. <laughs> and uh, he's, I love the term he uses. He's like, Well, you said you wanted to get fortified, pal. I put everything in there but atomic energy. <laughs> I like that line. That was a good line. He sees somebody waving at him from the mirror behind the bar. Another mirror gag in this. He turns around. The guy's not there. He's like, No. <laughs> and the guy waves <laughs> him over. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like from, from uh, home, home Improvement. improvement. <laughs> you guys did not pop for the Neil Cicerega song that I, I DJed for you guys at the AC this weekend. Yeah, because we were in the middle of a, a regular conversation. He just started yeah. playing the music for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You we just talk, and then Frank just goes, "Hey, you have to listen to this." Six as I found, I'm playing plastic music. Well, I wanted no, to. You have to hear it. You have to hear it now, and you have to enjoy it. <laughs> great, right? It's great, right? <laughs> no, we're all talking to each other. That's, That's great, great, Frank. That's great, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. It just patronizes me, so I, I stop doing stuff. <laughs> uh, I might need that photo. I might post that photo of that Charlie took of me when I was supposed to. So a friend of theirs yeah. was coming back to the room. And I was going to open the door for him because he wasn't saying he was in charge. Thing. Please, they put Listen. me in charge. And there's no, and I got put in somehow. Just so basically, this is what happened. Justin, uh, during his bachelor party, gets a migraine on dinner on the second night. He gets bad migraines a little I bit. I suffer bad. from migraines, guys. He suffers from, he suffers from it it's, sucks, a, it's a condition. Right? Yeah, yeah. So he had to go to bed. So now his buddy and Frank are sharing a room, and I'm sharing a room across the hall with my father. His buddy went back to drop off food or whatever he was dropping, but left his key in the room. So now he comes down, he's got no key. In the, the hotel we're at, you can't access the elevators without a key. So I was like, I, listen, I don't have a key to Justin's room. I don't know where the fuck Frank is. Because after dinner, Frank said, I'm going to go. We went, we walked. Frank's like, I got to use the bathroom. I said, all right. And I'm standing outside waiting for him in the bathroom. He goes into the bathroom and never comes back out. I said, what the fuck happened? Apparently, he snuck out and ran in a different direction and just forgot I was waiting for him. Yeah. Because then I couldn't find him. Uh, and then I don't answer my phone. because then he doesn't, doesn't answer ring. his phone. Your phone rings, you cocksucker. No, it doesn't. You're looking at it all night, showing everybody fucking <laughs> all these things, YouTube songs. You have your phone in your hand. You, you were focused on something else is what really happened. Well, yeah, well listen. Tell the truth. I was, I was, I was down bad. <laughs> it rings, it rings. So, <laughs> so, so, it rings, it rings. 
So, so Charlie was like, he said, if we find Frank, he said, I'll just hang with him. And then when he goes to the room, I'll come with him. I was like, all right, listen, here's a key to my room so you can get up into the elevator at least. When you get up there, just either come in our room or knock on their door or whatever. So we go back to the rooms now. Frank f- f- get, makes his way up, comes into our room. Now, somehow I have to wait for Charlie to come back up to get let him into Justin and Frank's room. So Frank's like, I'm going to go in there and wake up Justin because Justin was sleeping. So I said, all right. So as soon as that happened, I called Charlie. I said, listen, Charlie, Fr- Frank's back up here. He just went in to wake up Justin. I'm going to bed. I'm about to pass out. So they're on you now. So now apparently Charlie slept and was sleeping in the hallway for about 40 minutes before because no one let Because Frank was like, oh, I'll just go wake up Justin. I just went in the bed and passed out. No, I, I didn't, though. But you saw the evidence. There was I still he, had my glasses on. There's a picture. Yeah. There's the a lights picture. are on. The lights are on. My iPad was on my chest. And my glasses are still on. So I was just sitting there. It was like it was like a nightmare on Elm Street moment. It's like, I gotta stay awake. I gotta stay awake. And all of a sudden, I just closed my eyes. And it was over. <laughs> and something woke me up. Maybe it was... Charlie begging someone to that, let him into the room. Frank snoring. I'm not sure. But I look at my phone in the off chance, and I see like 30 missed calls. So I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> And then, uh, and then I rallied and won back like seven hundred dollars. Really good. Yeah, I was. There we dead. go. I was. I was dead to the world by that point. But there's a great picture of Frank sprawled out, just as bloomers. <laughs> his, his, with iPad, a, glasses uh, still on, headphones wrapped around his head. <laughs> on my headphones. It's a headphone, head, headphone head, headband. I have bedphone. I I, call, I think I've talked about my bedphones where I have to. I need to hear sounds, otherwise my subconscious says awful things about me while I sleep. <laughs> so I just, so I had those on, so I probably couldn't hear any door knocking because I have those on, but man. Oh, so anyway, yeah. that guy's a guardian angel. And who might you be? Whom? Objective case. The name, for purposes of identification, like, is J. Hardy Hempstead. I'm your guardian angel. You have a really great heritage. Your family... All were pioneers and did amazing things. And you, you're a Shemanid. And you stink. I can have the day to live over again and, and, and it won't be the way it was? Definitely not. We change some aspects. Inevitably, we naturally have to change certain characteristics of your own. Uh, your clothes, for instance, Mr. Beavis. <laughs> Are you serious? He already says it. He says, I don't like you. I don't like your style. I, I don't really you. dig you. He's I don't <laughs> dig your style. Use the vernacular, Beavis. Frankly, I don't dig you. Well, I'm used to Beavis's with big dreams, gigantic hopes, fantastic aspirations. So he says, I'm going to help you out, though. You're going to Groundhog Day it up, and we're going to go back to today, and it's going to go nice now. Wakes up, talks to his landlord. Sorry about the money I owe you. She's like, what money? You, you, you paid three months in advance. You're the best. He's wearing a dapper suit. He goes to wants to play football with the kids. They're like, yeah, you creepy old man. And then he gets in a fucking awesome car, and he's like, oh, I don't like this. Don't have cows. He's like, this stuff. car? Yeah, fucking mint convertible. It's gorgeous. Gets to work. There's nothing on his desk. His boss comes out. It's like, hey, I want to tell everybody. This guy just got a raise. He's making more than everybody here. I'm sure that'll endear him to you. Associates, one moment. I want you all to share this bit of good news. As of this moment, Mr. James B.W. Beavis has been given a raise in salary. Then he says, but what about the carolers? He says something about the carolers. And the guy's just like, huh? Oh, what, Beavis? Uh, Nothing, sir. Nothing, Mr. Peckinpah. Oh, <laughs> the way he's like, just <laughs> he's like, never mind. Okay, then. And he goes and he's like, 
I need some air. He's like, this sucks. I'm being a response. It's annoying me. It's horrible. Yeah. He sees the guardian angel at the elevator. He's like, I can't. I can't. I need to be a lovable screw-up. He's like, okay. Jack off. Mr. Hampstead, I don't like to appear ungracious, but, well, the things I like, the things I believe in, I know they're odd, but they are worth considerably more than $10 a week. So I'm to take it that you prefer the bow tie and old Ironsides, hmm? I'm afraid that seems to be the case. Now, you realize it's going to be exactly the way it was. No job, no car, no place to live at the moment. Well, it's been that way before. Uh, then he's leaving the bar, and his car is where it's supposed to be now. And the angel's like, yeah, I'll give you your shitbox car back. There's some funny fire hydrant shenanigans. And then mm. he drives off into oblivion. Mr. James B.W. Beavis, who believes in a magic all his own. The magic of a child's smile. The magic of liking and being liked. The strange and wondrous mysticism that is a simple act of living. Mr. James B.W. Beavis, species of 20th century male, who has his own private and special Twilight Zone. And we're supposed to be happy for him because he found out he should be a irresponsible. Uh, he piece should of be shit. just normal. We're supposed to be happy. I'm not happy. I was happy for him. Oh, were you? you guys weren't? The bozo. Uh, He's a bozo. People. He's a bozo. This is another one of those surling episodes of talking about our values and like, oh, we only value people if they work hard and, you know, pay for things that, that mm. they owe people. It's just mm. like, he does those <laughs> things do where the it's right like. Thing. Talking about our ideals, our capitalist ideals, and this one was just like, yeah, he's not that. But I think the person representing it was kind of just an irredeemable schmuck. I would not be around somebody like that. Slacker. Uh, this was actually a backdoor pilot. This yeah. was gonna, they were gonna do a spinoff of this show starring Burgess Meredith. And but yeah. Burgess pulled out and it didn't happen. But this was going to be like a spinoff of the Twilight Zone. I don't know why this is the episode they thought this had yeah. the commercial. And appeal. where were they going to go with it? Like just having yeah, this guy be a bozo every episode? I'd fucking want to blow my brains out. Well, Orson Bean was like, like a worst. popular comic. Uh, he did a lot of Tonight Show appearances. Yeah, you know, so this would have been his Seinfeld. Hmm. Just him being a schmuck bozo. Slacker. Oh, uh, another weird thing. Is this the first time we've seen the opening credit sequence look this way? Oh, yes. yeah, it was different. Yeah, 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 yeah it was yeah, different. Yeah. I noticed that. Yeah, it's interesting that they changed it so late in the season like that. Yeah. Still no iconic theme yet. No. Nah. I don't think that I comes don't think until, that's season until season three. Season two. Oh, two, season oh, two. three? Maybe three. We're coming up. We only got a couple more. Yeah, we're in that. That's crazy. Door. What are we going to do for the end of the season? We got to do something fancy. Live show. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That might be fun. I don't know. I'm fucking saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Dude, I am fucking. I have a drunk in here. Jumps down your fucking throat. Every time the Frank makes a fucking mistake, I just have to. I have to. Jump fucking jumps on you. What is it personal? What are you doing over there? <laughs> But as I, soon as Frank makes a little fucking hiccup, Joe's like, fucking stupid Frank. <laughs> You're a real piece of shit. You know that, Frank? Can't say words right. He's sore. <laughs> He's mad because of all the editing of him I did when he wasn't around. Cloud Atkins. I absolutely love him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I get it. <laughs> That's a good idea, the live show, though. I do like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? right right i went back and listened to that because i forgot that even happened and it really is hysterical right oh
I'm a marble mouth sack of shit. I'm worse than that <laughs> Beavis character. I mean, that just like uh, I, I didn't blow. I don't know how they would have spun that off. That's that's uh, maybe that's so what bizarre. It, maybe the premise would be that has uh, it'd be like an I dream of genie, except with a, a doughy middle aged man being the genie that just gives him a wish, and he's like, oh, I don't want things that are good. Yeah, I just want to play with children and, and, and keep my stuffed animals. Yeah, that's good. Sure, that is dreaming. I was surprised by how few people, you know, people who listen to like never heard that term before. It's like, short really? Eyes? Short eyes, yeah. Prison talk, bro. Yeah. Know all about it. Why? <laughs> I prefer the jelly. First of all, right, if he's a newcomer, right, I want him to suck my ass with jelly, what they call toss the salad. That's the slang word, toss the salad. It means sucking my ass, right? With jelly or without jelly. Some people use syrup. I prefer a guy to use jelly. That's right. in the joint. Uh, yeah. I've never been arrested somehow. I mean, Me neither. That's not that odd. <laughs> well, most people in my family have, so. <laughs> I've never been arrested somehow. Like, somehow I managed to avoid committing a crime that would make me arrested. Yeah, I'm a good boy. I'm the good boy. He's a nice boy. When I was a teenager, though, I got, I've been put up against a wall by cops a few times when I was a teenager. Really? Yeah, we all have. Yeah, when you drink in the street, they just say, hey, what are you doing? And then they send you on your merry. Yeah. One time, though, we were at this festival. I think they still have it, actually. The, there's a Greek church, and they do what's called the Greek Fest every year. They, you know, put rides up, you, you gamble, there's, like, you know, booze. And that was a great spot for us when we were teenagers because they would serve beer when they they wouldn't even they wouldn't even right. now mm. i hung out with a bunch of riffraff i kept with some riffraff who always get into fights i love those guys i still talk to them on facebook you're not really riffraff but they used to get drunk and they used to fight it was always a fight every weekend they just fight either each other or they they said something stupid <laughs> to somebody else they're always getting yeah. into fights so at one point i'm just doing my thing and a bunch of cops just run in and pull all of us out i was like what the fuck happened and the cops are like you guys are all going in tonight and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to be, I'm going to jail. My mom's going to kill me. It's like, I'm in so much trouble. Luckily, my friend, of, I don't want to say his name, but my good friend starts screaming, fuck you, you fucking pigs, like a nut. And like, we oh, all no. turned white. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Shut the fuck up. It's like, fuck these fucking pigs. You're going to fucking take me to jail. And we all were yelling at him. <laughs> like, oh, I'll cut it. It's like, dude, <laughs> shut the fuck up. And we're saying to the cops, we're sorry, we're sorry. And the cop just goes, okay, you guys can all get the fuck out of here. You're coming with us. And we all just went, thanks, and ran. The last thing I saw was my buddy getting hit. Getting beaten. Fucking spiked into the hood of that car. Like, they, it was two guys. It was like it was like the Dudley boys fucking doing a fucking table spot with him. <laughs> they, they 3D'd him? They 3D'd him into that fucking car. And they tuned his ass up when he was like in jail because he came back all bruised up that next day. Um, but that was the closest I've ever been to being arrested. I got cuffed and put onto a police van. Not van, uh, a city. We went to a party and like fucking idiots. It was a, a keg party on the beach. Stupid bastards that we are. We had to cut through the woods to get to this spot. There's just a city bus parked on the street, like in front of where we went in. Like, oh, that's that's a weird place for a city bus just to be sitting and waiting here. Didn't think anything of it. Go on to the beach. There's people there fucking fishing and doing whatever. One of the fishermen comes over to us and they're sitting there as we're sitting around the keg all drinking. And he just takes a fucking badge out. And it's like, fuck. All these cops just come out of fucking nowhere. They grab us all up and start putting us on the on the bus. You know, I'm cuffed on the bus. And I'm like, I have to pee like you can't fucking believe. So I'm telling this the one of the cop as he's you know, checking everybody in, lining everybody up on this bus. 
It's like, I'm going to pee my pants. It's like, I'm going to pee on the bus. And I was a Husky boy in, in high school. And I was like, I'm not going anywhere. Where am I going? I said, I'm going to run. You can catch me. I said, I have to pee. Can you just let me, please? So the cop looks at me and just goes, go right there. So he uncuffed me. And I stepped a foot into the woods. And I'm looking behind him. And he's doing other things. So I just take another step and another step. And, and I just start walking. <laughs> I ended up like two towns down just in the woods. All my friends had to go to court like two days later to pay summonses. And I got away. Wow. I, I escaped. You really Bam. did it. Wow. I got away. I just walked awesome. into him. I came out like two towns over in the woods. I was sweating. I was all cut up from fucking like thorn bushes I was walking through. It was like I went through Vietnam. I was muddy. Like I think I lost Ford a shoe. A what I want out of each and every one of you is a hard target search of every gas station, residence, warehouse, farmhouse, hen house, outhouse, or dog house in this area. Your fugitive's name is Christopher Feinstein. Go get him. Yeah, right. <laughs> I said, after all this, I said, I'm going to come out and they're going to be waiting for me somewhere. I'll just be filthy. <laughs> and then go to jail. I said, oh, great. I'm going to make this worse. I was like, should I go back? I escaped. <laughs> An unlikely that one. We had a hairy situation one time in Ocean City in Maryland where we were on the beach when you're not supposed to be. They have very strict rules about there at nighttime. We were on the beach drinking and the cops showed up and a, a guy we were with threw a garbage can at them. Oh, <laughs> and we all uh, and they beat the shit out of him. We all ran and got away. <laughs> he looked at us. He pulled a hero move. He said, he told us, I got this. And he oh took a, one of those metal garbage cans and threw it at the cop car. Oh, and Jesus Christ. They just wow. fucked in. They took him down and... We all escaped. He's a hero for that. Wow, one for the team. Yeah, oh Good yeah, Lord. big time. Yeah. yeah, nothing to lose that guy. Yeah, I love when somebody takes it for the team where they just do something so egregious that it's like, you know what? Yeah. We'll make do with just beating the living shit out of him. Up. <laughs> hey. And they let us all, they didn't even, uh, they didn't pay us no mind. I can't <laughs> believe you fucking just got out of a police van. That's hysterical. I just slowly just started just walking, step, <laughs> and then I took another one. And then uh, and I'm just glancing. He's not looking at me. I said, fuck it. I'm just going to keep going. And I just walked into the woods. <laughs> it was like, uh, what about the feds? Which one? The, the, the oh, the one that my friend fence. jumped through. Yeah. We were getting chased. We were in the uh, in the woods on Staten <clears throat> Island. And we ended up cutting through somebody's backyard. And this fucking guy wasn't having it. And he came out with a shotgun. And we're like, holy shit, this guy's going to fucking kill us. So we start running. So now there's a, a chain link fence separating. Like his his backyard led right into these woods. And these woods, I think it was like off of Arthur Kill Road or something on Staten Island. And there was just a chain link fence blocking the thing. So people are running now. Again, I'm a husky gentleman. And there was we, I hung out with a couple other big guys. But the nimble ones were leaping this fence no problem in front of me. It was like fucking like Avatar. They were just flying <laughs> over the fence. It was like hot fuzz. You're like Nick Frost <laughs> and hot fuzz. Right. And I'm just going. And I'm like, I'm not going to make it. And here comes this fucking guy. He he can't make it either, but he just throws his body back. For, like, it was just the weirdest way a body could just, He just flung He's his body into the fence, the fence and took the whole fence down. <laughs> and just rolled into the street. And I just ran over the fence and everyone behind me just, it was just he took the whole fucking thing down. The, the scariest thing that I ever had to do when I was a teenager was on Halloween. Again, we were rotten kids. And I, I really feel bad about this. We would egg cars. Oh, yeah. We egged some cars. I got a good egg story, I can tell. But we egged, this, we egged the wrong fucking car. This guy got out of his car, and I'm not exaggerating, chased us for a half hour, all of us. And we all split up, and it would just be like, you think you got away from him? Be like, ha, ah, ah. ha. 
you motherfucker and he just come back like, again Jesus Christ and I just and it was like that every five minutes I was just like I think we lost him I think we lost him and then just like there you are you motherfuckers and I was just like Jesus Christ what is he with this guy he was gonna kill us like it was just that like this guy was gonna kill us if he caught us like it was he was committed to it his car was running every now and again we circled back to where we started his car was just still there just running in the middle of the street like he didn't just park and get out he fucking ran out like this was the straw that broke the cat he was going to jail that fucking guy, that was just- that guy imagine what that guy must have went through to bring him to that it was just the like, day oh, he had yeah. that fucking I mean this was the last straw. Like, I don't know what yeah. was going on in that guy's life, but he was going to take yeah. every last bit of it out on oh, us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was a half fucking hour. I was, like, by the end, I was exhausted. I'm like, I'm not an athletic guy. I'm like, I can't. And like, me and my friend Sean. I can't was, run no more. I can't run no more, Sean. I think he's going to get me. And then we just run. He's like, you got to run. And I mean, like, we were like crying at one point. Like, it was just like, dude, we got to run. He's never going to come up. Like, it was really fucking scary. Like, we really drew the ire of a, a fucking guy who has gone into a homicidal rage. He's like, oh, I think that was the end of my egging career. Yeah. Oh we, my God. we had a friend who, for whatever reason, I still to this day, I can't tell you why, he decided that there was just this one house that he hated. He just hated the look of his house, and he would bomb it with eggs probably twice a month, just for no reason. We'd be in the car, and he'd just be like, hold on, I gotta make a stop. And <laughs> just for, for no, we would ask, and he would just... I hate that Wait, fucking house. Out of season? Like it wasn't during Halloween? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This was year round. <laughs> just any time. Just any time. So this was, you know, people were teenagers now. So now years and years go by. We're at a party and somehow this story comes up. He's telling the story about how he fucking hated this fucking house, blah, 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 blah. And he just, all of a sudden, this girl at the party starts crying. It was her house. Oh, and she was a kid. She was younger than us, and she was a kid. They used to. She said, "My father used to tell us to hide." Like, <laughs> oh my god! Oh, no. She used to be like, she was traumatized. They, they traumatized their whole family because they didn't know why this guy was doing it. Oh my god! <laughs> Who he was? It was he. She ended up being a girl that someone we knew was dating, and they tortured their whole family for years. Were just tortured by this random egging that would just happen for no reason. Just that they thought house. someone was, someone was after them. Someone had it in for one of the, their dad or their mom or something. Did you cheat fighting on me? like right, exactly. <laughs> That's what she, like everybody's lives collapsed. <laughs> right, <laughs> tortured, just for no reason. I said, "What the fuck are the odds?" That this conversation is happening. I, she just started crying. I know. We were like, what the fuck happened? And her boyfriend told us late, like a day, two days later, what happened. And he's like, yeah, that was uh, her house. And I want to see a asshole. Swedish drama about this. I just want to call it the egg. And it's just like a Swedish drama about like eggs that randomly hit a house. And it's just the years long disintegration of the relationship just from this random that's, occurrence. It was just, ye- and it literally went on for years. Oh, oh that's no. Monsters I hung around with. Monsters. Yeah, it's weird. When I look back at the thing, I, first of all, it's like if somebody egged me, I'd be really upset. But I can't. But the thing oh is. Oh my God, I'd be so pissed. I'd be so pissed. And it's like. I got hit with a tomato once while I was driving. <laughs> and I hated. I thought I got shot. <laughs> 
I was someone threw a tomato. I don't know where the fuck it came from. I have suspicions. Did you hear your stand up act? <laughs> and it came into the window of my car and like must have like clipped the I had the window open a little bit, so it must have like clipped the window and exploded. Because all I saw was red in front of me. I felt like liquid. And I said, I just got shot. <laughs> you got assassinated. <laughs> I got shot. I got shot. I'm driving, I pull over, and I'm like, it's a tomato. And I'm looking, and I fucking circled the neighborhood, and I found that I saw over in the backyard a plant that looked like a tomato plant. And I said, this is where I came from. And I'm outside the house screaming, it's from tomato! I'm ringing the fucking bell, nobody's answering. It's probably so one. There must have been kids playing with kids each other in the backyard. Laughing. Right. There's kids laughing, now they're scared. Right. I thought. I literally thought I, thought I got killed. I thought someone shot me. <laughs> Is it just a bang? It like banged on the window, and it just, just I just saw red like red flesh mesh. on the dashboard, and I was just wet. And I was like, "What the fuck happened?" I got shot. I got shot. Someone shot me. I got shot. I'm dying. I'm dying. I'm dying. Mom. I had red, your mom. red chunks all over me. Like I was feeling myself. I almost fucking curb jumped the curb in the car. I'm cold already. <laughs> Man. Yeah, but like if I got egged, I would I I'd be mad, but then I go, this is I can't even really get that mad because like I did it to like so many cars when I was a kid. I didn't like I it's just I really oof, did some yeah. bad stuff when we were kids. We didn't know. You didn't know. You just didn't care. Yeah, right. That's what it is. Yeah. When you're yeah. a kid, you don't care. It's like oh, you don't think about it. You got that stupid brain going on in your head. Yeah. And it's funny when you're young to watch older people get bent out of shape. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> The same, did I, was it this episode or the last episode where I mentioned the, my friend who was dead? Was it this episode or the last, last episode? episode? Last episode. So, last, so the same guy would do nothing but torture people. When we were, like, this is going to high school, like waiting for the train in the morning. Remember those, like, it was like Linden's cookies. It was like those yeah. four pack of cookies Linda's, that yeah, were like, yeah. they, they yeah. were like, it was like 50 cents. Yeah. He would buy like $2 worth of cookies and those things flew like Frisbees. <laughs> And he would stand on the upper side of the, the train station and just sail them across the other side. They would fly. And people would be sitting there reading their paper and they'd just get blasted in the head with like a chocolate fudge cookie. And he would be hiding like in this weird spot with his body contorted. And he would just wait and then he would pop up and just... <laughs> Or he would wait, and that was for, We'd be getting. It's for the audience <laughs> of himself. <laughs> no, it was for all of us, and we would fucking be tearing, screaming, laughing, just watching these poor people just trying to go to work. Imagine you're sitting waiting to go to work and get hit with uh. a cookie <laughs> that came from you don't know where no, it came from. They came be mad. He would knock people's coffee. He got really good. He would knock people's coffees <laughs> out of their hands with them. Oh my god. Oh my god. He would just, it was just stupid shit like that. Wouldn't he buy uh, cream cheese bagels and stick them to the ceiling so they would fall down? <laughs> he would take and open it and just throw it up. And it would just stick to the ceiling and then eventually it would just drop on Come down on someone. <laughs> What, what do you think when that happens? Right. Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> it was all for just the payoff of that. Like he, he but he would do like really mean things. Mean that guy was diabolical. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he was really bad. He had emotional problems that you think yeah. about it. Yeah. 
You see why he died. It was, if, he, if he didn't just die, he would have been killed because <laughs> someone would have caught him and murdered him for the shit that they used to do. He would walk kids- with fucking like, like a cup of water or just a drink in his hand, again, by the train and like wait. And as soon as the door was getting ready, as the doors would be closing, like the train's getting ready to move on. Oh, he would just no. fire it on someone in the train. Oh. They would get up, they'd be banging against the door and he'd be fucking <laughs> dead. <laughs> And they're screaming, but you can't hear them. And they're screaming, "Yo, motherfucker, I'll kill you!" And he's doing some fucking like a, like an Irish jig at them in front of the door on the other side. As the train's going, the train's going, and he's like walking with it, just, just dancing. It's really just a piece of garbage. But as a teenager, you can see how funny that is. Oh my god! Watching some guy. Just completely losing their mind on the opposite side of a train that's moving, bagging the fucking glass, right out screaming, the door. screaming, stop the train! Nobody oh listens to them. Oh my god! <laughs> we used yeah. to have a prank we would do in high school to kids. I, I, maybe this was like other kids did this, but this was our favorite prank to do. It was like a whole group effort. You have somebody go up to somebody and say, "Hey, did you watch the marathon yesterday?" Even if there was no marathon, which it usually wasn't. Everybody would say, oh, yeah, yeah. So listen, my friend over there, his dad just came in second at the marathon. It would be really cool if somebody he didn't know would congratulate him on that. It'd make, him, it'd make his day. Just do me a favor. And just like, okay. So you send him over. And I usually played this role. I played, I played every role in this, this little game. We did this like, like every day at one point. We were just bored. Then you'd go over to that person. You'd have that person go over and say, hey, uh, congratulations on your dad getting second at the marathon. What? Mm-hmm. What was wrong? the fuck did you say that for? Oh my God. And then you run away and then somebody else who's in there would go, what the, f- what the fuck's your problem? His dad's got no legs. <laughs> oh and it, no. And it would just be this insane psychodrama. Even the guards helped us one time. Oh my God. And you just watch these people just feel so horrible. The fucking, some guy told me, some guy told me he to told say me it, to. I swear to God. Yeah, you got the fuck out of here, jerk. Oh, we were dicks. Did I ever tell you is the, the Bean Street prank? No. <laughs> So this yes. this might be the funniest <laughs> prank that's ever. Basically, you just pull up to someone waiting for a bus, usually late at night, and you'd ask them, "Excuse me, you know what Bean Street is?" And they'd be like confused and be like, "Oh no, you don't think." And then you would just hurl a cup of baked beans at them, but you would do it all on the same bus line, so they would all just get on the bus and look at each other and be like, "Bean Street, right?" What do you mean? That was the pl- the point of the prank. So I wasn't involved the, in it. Each the stops. Each you stop. Would... You just keep going down the the bus line, and you just went bored. Your all of these bored. people getting on the bus, just looking at each other, covered in baked beans. <laughs> Bean Street, yeah, Bean Street. Yeah. Bean Street got you too. Monster, I never heard that. Now yeah. they just throw bleach at you. These kids today, they don't have fun. <laughs> they don't have fun like we used to. No, those were fucking. Those were monsters. Again, this wasn't me. This was people. I I didn't do that. See, I would just do the psychological terror. That's what I enjoyed about the legs prank. It was just fun to just watch people squirm, and then you let them in on it. Yeah, I just kidding. We just fuck on you. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. a big prank person, but these fucking guys were monsters. I used to get in the car and but why don't you have four cans of baked beans with you? We gotta make <laughs> we, a stop. We did some stupid things in high school. I remember a friend of mine brought in a can of mace just for fun. Oh, I had someone do that in high school, just spray a can of mace in the air. Everyone was like fucking mustard gas. Oh, yeah. Well, we sprayed it outside in the courtyard, but we were like downwind of where we were spraying. So it just went right, wafted right back into our faces. So we just effectively maced ourselves. (laughs) It was hysterical. So there's just three kids hacking in the fucking courtyard of high school. And now a word from our sponsors. Are you ready for best pizza of life? Bring friends down to Pepperoni Hug Spot. Our chefs make pizza with heart and special touch. Cheese, pepperoni, vegetable, 
and more secret things. Need delivery? Pizzas come fast. Knock knock, who's there? Pizza magic. Eat pepperoni hug spot pizza. Your tummy say thank you, your mouth say mmm. Pepperoni hug spot. It's like family, but with more cheese. I swear this city gets crazier and crazier every day. Hey, mister. Oh, jeez, we got a live one. Hey, buddy, the English nobleman in my teeth told me something. Hey, if you go to wnuf.bigcartel.com, you get the out there Halloween mega tape and other products. I bet you didn't know that. Did you know that the dust balls in my living room, they're there on purpose? Did you know that? Um, do you, do you want like a dollar or something? Did you just throw a cat at me? <laughs> oh my god, are you okay? I saw everything. Yeah, I think so. I'll tell you one thing, though. I'm not gonna rest until I find out more about how to purchase the out there Halloween mega tape and other products from wnuf.bigcartel.com. I can tell you that much. Yes, I too would like to learn more about how to purchase the out there Halloween mega tape and other products from wnuf.bigcartel.com. So what do we give this episode? Did we do that? Do we even so. talk about this episode? This yeah. Did we finish this? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. we did. Yeah, it was alright. Mr. B, Mr. Bozo, Mr. Bozo, five for me. Yeah, it's so, a five. five Actually, right. I'll go four. I I didn't like anything in this. I, I there was nothing I even. It's it's uh, it's weird to me that they would pick this one to be a spinoff. Spinoff. Yeah. It, this is ones where they have just like rich lore than them. Like uh, two episodes ago with the guy with the love potion. Like yeah. I, I said, like, that's like there's some interesting stuff. Like that guy's potions. That could be a show. Like of all the potions he sells. I mean, like that's yeah. a more interesting premise than a guy yep. who, who's just a dirtbag. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go two. Whoa, lowest ever. There's no, yeah, tax. there's not there's nothing good about it. The guy was such a the worst. He's a joke. Not a good guy. Yeah, he stinks. He stinks. He does stink. Thinks on ice, that guy. Didn't care for it. You know what I got to rewatch again? I, I I actually watched an episode, and I got to like, go through the whole series again. The Critic. Oh, I'm ready. I love it. Thanks. I'm ready when you are. <laughs> it stinks. Uh, Orson Welles is one of the funniest <laughs> things ever. With, he's eating Mrs. Paul's fish sticks just out of the bag when he's dead. They're alive! Yes, they're alive. But I have gone to a better place. A place filled with Mrs. Pell's fish sticks. Mm. Yes. Oh, yes. They're even better when you're dead. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that show. Oh, it's so great. <clears throat> I think I appreciate it more now because it's like, it's very movie centric. And I probably, a lot of the references probably went over my head when it originally launched. True. Yeah. And I watched the Simpsons crossover episode where they. Oh, that's yeah. one of the best episodes ever. Money gets you one more round. Oh, that, don't cry for me. It's I'm already dead. <laughs> Drink uh. it down, you stupid clown. <laughs> now you're on in your ass. Ah, my back. Uh, back. I remember singing that in school, and some kid thought I was calling him a Stofy clown. And he got really mad at me. Is said, that I'm a Stofy clown. I'm a Stofy clown. What are you talking about? And then Stofy clown became a thing. We used to just call him then after that. Poor guy. And then that's my friends the were down the stairs. And the best is at the end, it's like, we got to come visit you one time. Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> when Homer watches uh, Barney's emotional movie, he's like, wow, I'll never drink again. Beer here. I'll take 10. <laughs> Any of you guys watch Barry? No, uh, I watched the first season. I think just the first season. I loved it. It's the final Dude, season. Keep going. Right? It's the last season. It's so fucking good. Bill Hader is amazing. It. Yeah, it's awesome. It's like Breaking Badish. It's getting really, really. Yeah, it's going for it. I remember the first awesome. season being like kind of silly, but like awesome. It is. I don't want to say, it, but just keep going. And they're pretty short seasons. You'll you'll fly through it. We do. A oh, season. you know what we gotta do this year is the Treehouse of Horror draft. 
Oh, oh yeah. We didn't get to it last year, but this year no. it's, it's, it's going to happen. Yeah. Guess who, fat boy? <laughs> Pretty good crusty. Yeah. That was really good. Yeah, I do a good crusty. I have a lot to fucking watch because, I mean, <laughs> if a Treehouse of Horrors came out after the first 10 seasons, I don't think I've seen it. Are we doing full episodes or just segments? Ooh. I think just segments. Yeah. Maybe we each yeah. pick two. Because really, because we're only going to be going for the first 10 or so seasons we're going to be drawing from, yeah. I think. All mine are pretty say, early. He came to life. Good for him. That's my favorite <laughs> fucking thing. That might be my favorite Lord. home alive. <laughs> Go kill Mo. How'd you know Flanders was a zombie? Flanders was a zombie? <laughs> After shooting something? <laughs> <laughs> Slave uh-huh. humanity, will you? <laughs> well, uh, that was March the, weather. That was the captain of the basketball team, Chief. Well, he was turning into a monster. <laughs> <laughs> it stinks. It stinks. Yes, Mr. Sherman, everything stinks. And now, Mr. Serling. Next week, you'll see our friends here, along with Anne Francis and Elizabeth Allen, in one of the strangest stories we've yet presented on The Twilight Zone. It's called The After Hours and concerns the shadowy time when normal people go back to their homes and concurrently what happens to those who are perhaps not quite so normal or perhaps not quite so human. Intriguing? I think you'll find it so next week on The Twilight Zone.